Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy, Animal underscore Brown. Animal, damn. Holler at your boy, Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown if you're looking mm. for me on social media. Long day. You've been Shit. out here in these streets, man. You forgot your name. You don't know where you at on social media. Rough. The Kanye experience is Busted your mind wide open. We're going to get to that. Don't you worry yeah, about a thing. We're going to get to that Kanye experience. We'll damn. definitely talk about it. How you feeling out here in these streets, man? You been watching the Olympics? Uh, no, I have not watched any of the Olympics, but I do like the Olympics. I do like the Summer Olympics. It's hella events that are entertaining. I just haven't tapped in this year yet. Facts. I am going to, though. It'd be some crazy shit. Right now, the most entertaining ones that I've seen, hand, beach handball. The lady beach handball. It was pretty cool. It was like it's like a mix of basketball and soccer. If I had to explain it, so that was fire. What the fuck? Yeah, it was. It's fire though. And um, it was one more thing, man. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I've been enjoying it though. I've been enjoying it. Like you said, the different events and shit. It's just random ass shit. That'd be cool as hell to watch. Olympics tough. I would go if it wasn't so many people. I'm I'm there next time. Mm. It's coming up. L.A. L.A. and France are the next two. Oh, I, should, so yeah. I definitely got to hit one of those. That's Paris, I think it's going to be. That's going to be lit, man. Um, hey, man, action-packed episode. You touched on it earlier, the Kanye experience. That got us thinking, what are some albums that have gotten pushed back that we may still be waiting on? Um, let's talk about that. I think that's a dope-ass concept. Also, 2 Chain said his next album will be his last trap album. Is that a smart move? And NBA 2K is adding a hip-hop side career option? Is that corny or cool? But first, let's take it down to Miami. Miami was super lit over the weekend. Rolling Loud Festival went down. Um, listen, a lot of shit happened, man. Travis debuted new music. Young Thug debuted new music. Uh, Frito Bang got arrested before he even got a chance to hit the stage. XXL freshman Koi Leroy was trashed for her performance. The baby said some crazy. She was a lot of shit going on. Uh, my question to you, which headline stood out to you the most? A lot of shit going on is absolutely correct. Got me to thinking about rolling loud in the background, as we do here on deck, just to share a little information with you. Matt Zingler, he created Rolling Loud. His thought process, man, he wanted Rolling Loud to be Starbucks of festivals. He got one coming up in Paris. He got one coming up in L.A., San Francisco. He wants to do this everywhere and wants the Rolling Loud name to be. General admission for this is $300. Yeah, you got to afford all the max. Yeah, facts. Now, yeah. that's a long list of people to enjoy, but 300 bucks, I don't know about that. And lastly, this dude got his start doing party promotion. His first party was doing an after party for Rick Ross. He lost $30,000 throwing the after party for Rick Ross just due to numerous shit happening. Wow. But that's a little background on that. I just thought that was interesting because I wanted to know, man, how Rolling Loud got started. What was the whole concept behind it? It's a young white dude, man. You go to his Instagram and take a look at him. He's a pretty cool dude. He, he acts like a rapper. He iced out, shaking it on his IG. So shout out to Matt, man. Looking over the performances and everything that happened, biggest one that stood out to me, other than the stars, like you said, people perform new music. Uh, Travis Scott did his thing, loved the way the crowd performed. But just to give you some some sleepers, I would say. First one for me was Big Lotto. Stage presence, outfit, song, crowd. Like, she was shaking it. She is making her case 
to, to, to dominate and be a factor and a force for the rest of this year and next year. I loved her performance. Kodak Black came out until he was in Miami. Uh, it was a couple of songs. It, it looked like it was a hundred thousand people that were word for word with him. I like the energy also when you got a lot of people on stage. That kind of faded away. Little Baby, I seen his performance. Dub Baby, they were up there by themselves. And rightfully so, they're big stars. But it was just a different type of energy when Lil Dirk had all his niggas out there. Uh, when Kodak Black had all his people out there. Um, it, it was just fire. Those are the things that stood out to me as far as uh, just the biggest performances. And we'll get to the Baby comments before we leave this subject. But what stood out the most <laughs> to you? Yeah, man, it's, I always trip when I see the uh, guest list or the performance list for Rolling Loud because it seems like they got every rapper that's ever rapped in the last 10 years. Um, I don't know how they're able to pull that off. Shout out to uh, Matt. Is that his name? Big Matt Zinger. Zinger. Shout out to Matt Zinger. That's a, that's a tall accomplishment to do this multiple times a year because I believe the next one is in New York um, in October. So shout out to them. But uh, what stood out to me, a couple of performers that I liked, um, of course, Megan Thee Stallion. I thought she did her thing. Um, I also thought uh, I, Chief Keef shit was lit. He did that for Nito. They were shaking. Shaking it. That's, that's an amazing thing to see, man. When you got the crowd like that, be that many people word for word. That shit's fire. Listen. That's one of the best things you can see in, in any genre of music. And it makes for a good watching experience. Like when you're watching it, you know how sometimes you watch something in the crowd, you can't really tell the crowd that they into it. And I'm like, damn, why they not hype? He ain't got no issues with that when it comes to rolling loud. They turned up, they mosh pitting, they doing all the shit that they need to do at a festival like this. Um, so those, those stood out to me the most. Um, but <laughs> it was, it's, so, it's a lot of acts, man. It's hard to keep up with. I jumped in and out throughout the weekend. Uh, putting it on YouTube was very smart because <laughs> I definitely was tapped in. But um, other than that, though, I mean, the usual suspects did their thing, man. No, no big surprises for me. You mentioned he watched it on YouTube. They were asking him, this is a Forbes interview, and they asked Matt his overall goal for this is to take it digital. He was like, imagine a festival, a worldwide festival with everybody tuned in, paying 20 bucks a pop. So that's his overall goal. And then, like you said, it was dope to have it on YouTube. Go back and look at the clips. But his overall goal is to make it a pay-per-view event. Do you think this is like rap Super Bowl? Man, this is the biggest here, event man. in rap right now. It's huge, bro. It's the, it's between this and Coachella, but Coachella isn't just all hip hop, though. Right. Um. So that's that's a little tough. But so this, Rolling Loud maybe have this taken it. over Hot Nine Seven. You Birthday know what I'm saying? Bash. Summer Jam. Well, excuse me, Summer Jam. Yeah. A birthday bash passed without a peep. Did you I didn't, bro, no lie. I had no idea birthday bash went on until somebody mentioned it after the fact. I was that like, was damn, that was this past weekend? Yeah, that was last weekend. That shit went on without a peep. It was quiet. Jesus. But yeah, I think Rolling Loud is the Super Bowl of, of hip hop. I think it's going to continue to get bigger. <clears throat> I don't know about that Starbucks format, though. I think the more that you do these, the less impact that it has. You keep it with New York, you keep it with L.A., you keep it with Miami. Don't try to go to fucking Boise, Idaho and do road. No, no disrespect to the Boise people, but don't try to do that. Just keep it big cities, make it a big thing where you have to travel there, keep the big X. Do you think the people pay for these slots? Do some artists have to pay? I don't think so. No, nah, I, so. I don't think so. No, 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 no. man. I think some people got to pay. Some of them for early slots and five o'clock joints. I was reading in the Swords article, they were saying that earlier on, like when it started in 2016, that artists were angry because they paid and didn't get the same treatment as mm -hmm. artists that were booked. 
I don't know if he continued to do that as, as far as taking payments, but early on, they did used to take payments from artists to perform him, which is probably that's, that would explain some of the acts that you may not have heard of that come on earlier. And that some of the opening yeah. quote unquote acts, they probably do pay mm. as they should. He said his return on investment on these festivals is anywhere between 10 to 50% each time. That's he a wide ass gap, dude. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of variables, rain, Insurance. A lot of shit can go on when you're doing a festival outside. People not showing up. So that, that is a, a pretty wide range, but it's a nice margin. Anything well, over 7% is getting it. That's a fact. Real quick, I was talking to somebody about this. We saw all the acts. It's, it's a million acts. Could mm -hmm. Rolling Loud have happened in 1998? Were there enough acts, relevant acts? Like, who's the, who's the NLE chopper in 1998? You know what I'm saying? In terms of level of artists. That's a great question. I don't think so. I don't think that hip hop had gotten that widespread. Now, the, the artist may have been there, but the people's access to those artists, like a nigga from Texas in 98, he had a Texas fan base. He ain't exactly. going to Miami and them niggas from Texas not coming with him and people knowing who they are. That's Today, right. NL, NLE Chopper or whoever it is, it don't matter where they from. Yep. Like I seen, I watched a little bit of Young Nudie set. He was shaking it. Man, the crowd killing was word word, dude. Killing it. And I didn't even know he was from Atlanta. <laughs> I'm like, where you is knew, this nigga from? You definitely dude? knew that, though. I thought he was a Miami nigga. Yeah. But, yeah. hey, like you said, like, that's a great question because in 98, Young Nudie, like, the, the third nigga on the, the Rough Riders roster, like, drag on? Nah, bro. Yeah. Not worth, niggas wasn't going to be word for word with, like, Cadillac Tar. <laughs> and, and, and niggas like that, bro. Like it just wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. So like the internet has done a, an amazing thing as far as putting these people out there and making it ready, at ready for them. Agreed. <laughs> Next up, man, we have rap lyrical miracle beef. This was a late add to the rundown, man. We feel like we had to talk about it. When I first seen this, I thought it was a joke because these two guys have a podcast together, like we do. The Lupe and Royce show, and we're speaking of the Lupe and Royce, the five nine beef. If you've been asleep earlier this week, Royce came out with a diss first against Lupe. Lupe then responded in some kind of way. Mickey Fax got involved because he felt disrespected as well. All of this streamed from an Instagram live where Royce, the five nine, called Lupe a bitch and then went to go record songs about it. What'd you think when you first seen this lyrical miracle beef pop up? Uh, I thought it was fake at first. Uh, and, and I'm trying to think, man, am, am I here for the spiritual lyrical miracle beefs in 2021? At first, no, I wasn't. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I saw these um, songs on YouTube and I put the link in the group chat and didn't even listen to the songs because they were six and seven minutes long, bro. And I ain't got, I listen. I'm not trying to sit here for seven minutes and listen to a lyrical exercise just at any moment of the day. You have to catch me in a certain mood. Now, to prepare for the show, I did end up listening to both of the records. And them niggas was ripping that was shit. Ripping Especially it. Royce. Royce was bodying that shit. And so, yes, there is a place for it. I'll never listen to these records again, and that's okay. I don't think they're meant to be uh, songs that you run back multiple times. That's not the purpose of them. There's just basically flexing their muscles, which is what they both did. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm here for it, uh, but just ever so slightly, man. It's, we, we know these niggas can rap, and they just proved that, and you know that's the end of that. The podcast is done, though. They said it's yeah. a wrap. 
this was the last episode that went up today or yesterday, I believe. Yep. Your podcast is over. And and to answer the, your question or answer the question, no, I'm not here for it. I ain't going to lie. I enjoy the podcast more than I enjoy the beef. I listen to all the episodes. But I think it, there's an interesting case study here as far as I thought that they were cool. I thought that these guys were friends and they started a podcast because they had good conversations. But it come to find out, they've never even really met each other. That's nuts. And listening to the podcast now in reverse, you can tell. And you can tell how it got to this point because usually in rap, if it's beef, if it's gotten to this level, then there's some type of physical violence or some other type of emotion. These niggas just are irritated by each other. I don't like your <laughs> viewpoints. You don't like my viewpoints. I know I can rap. I think I can rap better than you. So let's do diss songs about each other. And I'm not sure if hip hop is interested because I mean, nothing's going to happen from this. Not that I want it to, but people are more interested when it's who shysty and whoever, because somebody might get shot. Like somebody might die with this. You're going to get, like you said, a seven minute diss song that you'll never listen to it again. It'll be great rap. But ultimately, what did it do? Ended a great podcast with great content. I think that these two guys just got, like I said, irritated with each other. It could have went, uh, they could have, I would rather them be contentious and continue talking to have conversations when they don't like each other on the podcast. I think that would have been good content that I would have kept coming back for each week as opposed to, like you said, when I pulled up these diss songs and I seen six minutes, no. I'm like, ah. Yeah, exactly. But, but he was, Royce was fucking killing was. And also Lupe was too though. That's, yeah. And Mickey Fax for about two minutes was killing it. Then I cut that off when he changed his voice. I didn't even play that. Yeah, I didn't even care enough when he started changing his voice and doing some other shit and I was out of there. Beats are banging too. <laughs> Production was fire. This, this is what leads me. I got two questions. Between okay. these two rappers, Lupe and Royce, number one, who's the better rapper? Two part though, who makes the better music? That can be two Great different answers. Question. Great question. I think Royce is the better rapper. I agree. I think that Royce is from a technical standpoint. And when he was talking about, he did another Instagram talking about checking boxes and like Royce is into this rap shit. If you listen to the podcast, you could tell like it's very technical to him and you can tell it comes out in his raps. That last album book of Ryan, like it's, it's rapidly rap and ain't nothing wrong with that. He can't make a song like Superstar though. No, he can't make that. He can't make uh, can't what's make the one he push. did about Slim Thug? Yeah, hip hop, uh, hip hop saved my, my life, life. Yeah. kick push. Those Royce, Royce can't do that at all. Yeah, no, and that last Royce was allegory too. Don't sleep on that. Uh, oh, yeah, allegory. I'm sorry, yeah, I forgot about that. Oof. Yeah, Hell, I forgot about the allegory. Yeah, now let's, let's not get it twisted. He, he, two for his last two for sure. But um, Lupe, I, I think Lupe is the makes the better music. And I do, I think Royce got him bars ever so slightly, though. Because Lupe can wrap his ass off. It's just sometimes he's a little too smart for his own good and it can kind of go over, it go over my head. I'll speak for my damn self. I'll be like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And that's why I give the edge to uh, Royce as well. Like, I ain't even saying that. Lupe won't get in there and wrap his ass off. I'm saying that it's going to miss me before some shit that Roy says misses me. Yeah, agreed. Like, yeah. Lupe an alien in a good way. Man, next up, speaking to somebody who can't wrap their ass off, man, 2 Chains. Uh, get him fucked up. <laughs> 2, two Chains. He took the Twitter, put out a message, man, said, quote, this gonna be my last trap album. Enjoy. 
Damn, that's it, man. So his next album, his seventh album, to be exact, if you count Collie Grove, um, will be his last trap album. Do you think it's a good or a bad move to pivot sounds? I think this is a bad move at this point in Two Chain's career. It's in a point in your career where you go fishing for other things. And I don't even consider what he does is trap music. That's Two Chain's is a lot more versatile than just saying, oh, these are trap sounds. He got good music. He got hits that are outside of the trap genre. That's true. Um, I do think that he's gotten to a point in his career, if you listen to this podcast, you remember where I said Rick Ross was a couple of years ago. 2 Chainz is never going to be as big as he was. Like, moving forward out. in his rap career, there, is another, there ain't another dab dance. Yeah, there ain't a, none of that's going to happen again. And once you start dibbling and dabbling and trying to do other things that people don't know you for at this stage in your career, it don't look good. Mm-hmm. It don't look good because you're established. You got a lane. People know what to expect from you. You're not going to continue to get these new young fans. So stop trying to. <laughs> I hope it's not a pop album. I hope that when he says this, that he's not making trap music anymore, that he's talking about just that sound. I hope that he's going for because he's been hitting at this for the last couple of albums, the more soulful sample laden slow down sound i'm here for that i'm here for some introspective two chains boss where he ain't talking about the trap if he's talking about subject matter he's in sound if yeah. there's anything else then man take that shit to, to the bank boss yeah no I, I i like this and the reason i like this this is the 444 effect in my mm-hmm. opinion uh i think he's gotten to the point where he's not in a trap anymore and it's hard to keep pushing that and be at the stage in his life and career that he's at. And it still makes sense. Sometimes people are like, okay, I can't sit here and rap about the same shit no more. It ain't, ain't going to hit the same. I'm trying to keep up with the young niggas and you don't got to do that. You a boss now. Two chains is a boss. Facts. You know what I'm saying? He got the TRU label. Like he's, he's put his boss hat on. He's got several TV shows. He has been killing shit outside of the rap game for a minute. And so I think you need to lean into that. And yes, I would be here for the soul sample uh, production. I'm here for damn near anybody that, that wants to jump into nice. that, especially Chains, though. I, I'm, I'm joking when I'm saying he, he not nothing. I fuck with Chains strong. But I do think it's time to switch it up. And plus, that, that trap lane is saturated now, bro. Everybody trap. Trap this, trap that, trap yoga, trap museum, trap, well, you chill out, that, trap brunch. Like, and that's the thing, brunch. though. Like, when I think of trap, I'm thinking now, Pooch Iesty. I'm thinking uh, 42 uh, ESTG. Yeah, I don't think two chains. Yeah, like, I don't think that he's in the same lane as him. So that, like I that's, said, that's why he need to switch it up though. Because he's too over. I, I I never thought that he was with them niggas though. Like though, to me, like Jeezy and two chains. To compare the eras with somebody similar, like it's not two chains has never been in Jeezy's line. Like two chains has had just a little bit more versatility than what he's talking about. Mm. Like Jeezy is a trap rapper to me. Gucci is a trap rapper to me. Um, so you're saying like two chains would be more like Pusha T? Yeah, that's a perfect example. That high end, perfect example. That makes a little sense. bit more grimier than Pusha T, but yeah, perfect. Just because he's from Georgia and Pusha T from Virginia, but perfect example. My I got a question for you. Yeah. Based off this and, and what we were talking about with Ross. How many A-list years do you think that a rapper has? So a normal rapper. We ain't talking about like Drake or Jay-Z. Like a, a rapper like 2 Chains. how many A-list years does he have? It's like, it's a little over a running back. About three? It's not about 
Three and a half. I'm going to say three been. to five. Three to five. Okay. Three to yeah. five A-list years with the exception of your pop stars. <laughs> like, yeah. like if it's Drake, Kenny, yeah. I guess the big boys. Yeah, but if you're talking different. about somebody like Ross, somebody like 2 Chains. Three to five. Yeah. On a good, on a good day. <laughs> five is a, a strong push. <laughs> but I mean, that's not knocking him. It's just saying how hip hop changes. Moving uh-huh. on, man, before we get to this topic of the pushback albums and get to talk about your wonderful experience at the Donda album listening party, yes, NBA 2K is tapping in with the culture, man. In one of their My Player modes, they're going to add a side career. And that side career, you can be in fashion and you can design clothes or you can be a hip hop mogul. Did 2K get it right adding this feature? Listen, this is cool. It's cool. And I heard that they're supposed to have real rappers in there, which is dope. So, listen, if I'm a rapper and they cutting checks to be in 2K, count me in. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I'm, I, from that perspective, sign me the fuck up, get my agent on the line, make sure I'm in that 2K22. That's number one. From a consumer um, perspective, who is a nigga that's over 2K and has been over 2K for about three or four years now. Really? Yeah, man, 2K some stuff. Why you still fuck with 2K? So you just small. mad now? For sure. That's it? Sports games, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you still play other shit. Huh? I play other shit for sure. Um, but yeah, two, I'm over 2K, and this isn't enough to get me back. This is one of those things where if I was over somebody's house that had 2K, I'd be like, hey, pull that up. Let me see how it look real quick. That's it, though. Like, let me see Drake or whoever, little baby. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of killing. And then the, the novelty wears off quick. So it's a shuck. Um, it's a, a little bit of a gimmick. But uh, and then and then what can you do? Like, can you make a song? Like, how deep are they going to go into it? Where are you going to be like signing gonna people? Release a single, that's fine. You going to make a song? Like, like how I want to know how deep and how involved it is. But it's a skip for me though, as a consumer. I'm good. This ain't enough to get me back. I think the 2K is tapped into the culture. This is dope. Fashion and music are really big in the NBA right now. If you're following, so shout out to them. Comparison to like Madden or someone who's not even. As EA Sports with a pun intended, Madden ain't even in the game <laughs> when it comes to culture and the things like this. So I do appreciate 2K doing this, but I also wonder, like, no, there's not been a successful rapper slash basketball player. Like, no one has done that successfully. J. Cole. So, huh? J. Cole. Who? Who? Cole, nigga. Oh, my God. P. Yeah, in Africa. Nobody has been in the NBA P. and rap successfully. Uh, shout out to Amon Shumper, shout out to Dame Dillard, uh, shout out to those guys, but I wouldn't consider them successful rappers. They're good and they're okay. Dame, Dame is probably the closest, not including Shaq, because Shaq went platinum, to be fair. Because he's Shaq. It's just because he's Shaq. Cause he it's cause just because he's Shaq. He didn't have bars in that. He went platinum because his biological didn't bother. That's why he went platinum. To was it was it boom, boom, shake, shake? Well, whatever. I'm not getting into Shaq singles. But with that being said, do you think nowadays we talked about the world being smaller? We talked about all this stuff with rolling loud. What if one of these young high school kids, Mikey Williams, or you you put him in? What if he was as cold as Drake? What if you had a high school basketball player right now that it would Drake, but also he was as cold as LeBron? No. Could you do both? No. You can't have a Drake LeBron? It it, it takes too much to be either one. On which end? No. So you're telling me that if, let's say Dame Dame, Dame was cold. Like, let's say say he gave you that. What's your boy name? 
Los. Let's say he was that cold. Yeah. Should he stop playing basketball to pursue music? Nah. <laughs> you see where Los at? Los is not the Dame Lillard of rap. <laughs> so, no. He definitely ain't the Dame Lillard of With rap. With all due respect, no. I wonder could we see that, though? I wonder could we nah. see, like, a hybrid pop slash athlete star? Because you, don't, it, you don't think that's possible at all? It takes too much effort. It takes yeah, LeBron, too much effort LeBron, to be great at one or the other, and you can't be in the studio and in the gym getting shots up at the same time. You just can't. Mm. You have to be. You have to put in a hundred percent into one. Actually, you got to put in one hundred and ten percent into one, and you can't yeah. do that for two that's days. Fair. And that's a good point, though, because it ain't that many Lebrons walking around. It ain't exactly. that many Drakes walking around. So exactly. if a nigga can do both, he might be an alien. Like that, you, that, man, that's, that's, you, you have a nigga that can hoop, though. Like Davies can slick hoop. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about bees, though. I'm talking yeah, about a no. nigga like that. This nigga should be like starting forward for the fucking Cavs and go take him to the championship. And he can go in there and drop a hotline bling. Absolutely not. What if a nigga could do? No fucking way. The day that happened, nigga, we can go ahead and you can cancel Christmas, dude. It's and you think it, it just couldn't happen? It ain't got nothing to do with. The person you just like you can't you don't have that much bandwidth to be that good at both. First of all, LeBron being as good as he is is unfucking believable just by itself. Facts. <laughs> now imagine if that nigga could rap. Drake being <laughs> good as he is with the singing and the like, all that is nuts. Period. And so imagine nah, if he was as cold. Yeah. Nah. Who kids is that, dude? <laughs> yeah. LeBron and Beyonce kids, dude? Like, who, who the fuck? LeBron and Beyonce love child. Yes, I'm saying. Who, what nigga is this, dude? The fuck? Ain't no I'm gonna way. we be on the lookout for that. We're going to be like 50 years old on TV and shit doing this. You're going to have like the, the nigga that won the NBA finals and just got a Grammy in the same year. Like, that's going to happen by the time we stop doing this. Watch. A legitimate Grammy, too, though. Right. <laughs> uh, man, speaking of Grammys, man, listen, this guy right here has several. Oh, All right. Part of the Grammy family. Kanye oh, to the God. West. Let's fucking go, Donda. God damn it. He had a listening party for his long-awaited Donda album, which still has not dropped, by the way. <laughs> but the listening party was held here in Atlanta. There was no way in hell my ass wasn't going. I had to go. Talk I had about to experience it. it. And it was popping too. Not How much were the tickets? Twenty dollars and fifty dollars, depending on where you sat. How was it on the inside? Like you went in there, you had to wait two hours for Kanye. Did you buy fifty dollars chicken tenders? No, the t the chicken tenders were for the uh, sweets. Those crazy <sighs> prices that people saw. Those were for the sweets. Okay, so regular, regular concessions, concessions were regular prices. I'd be hot if a nigga, you got me in here spending money already, nigga, with the sweet. Now you want to bust my head 50 for, <laughs> get out of here, man. I'd be hot. smacking in the sweets. <laughs> so what, what was it like? Was, was it when you were there, you having conversations with people anticipating them coming out as you're waiting on the two hours, you kind of sticking to yourself and they do, I heard it wasn't a DJ. Like what was the pre buildup to it coming out? Was this like a social gathering? Man, basically, and I will say this, people, you know Atlanta, bro, everybody's late to everything. So yeah. people were filing in even when he finally came on stage. I mean, what well, well, came out. People were still filing in, bro. So it was a ton. That's one thing that surprised me. It was a shitload of people there, dude. And mm -hmm. I, I ain't gonna lie, I was surprised at how many people were there. How many ladies were there? There was a lot of ladies there. I, that surprised me as well. This is the right city for that, though. 
this or either New York, you have to do that. That's true. Because like you said, Atlanta, like this is a, you see me town, right? Yeah, like people, like if it's something going on, like it's motherfuckers in there that probably, and they know who Kanye West is, but they, one of those people, oh, I don't fuck with him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, here go a free ticket for you and your brand to go in here. They there. They there. And that's what type of town in Atlanta is. So yeah, you're going to get a full house. I definitely expect that. What crazy. about on the come out? Like, is he coming out in the mask? Like, what's that like? Did, yeah, you know, did, did he start talking before he came out? Give us a walkthrough through that. He didn't say anything. Oh, he didn't say one word. So we're not sure that's even Kanye West. He's it pulling might the MF. Not have been Kanye. I think he's pulling the MF Doom. Possibly. I think, I think they got Kanye locked up somewhere, and this nigga just walking around with a mask <laughs> on, acting like Kanye West. That's what I think is going on. Because I don't I think don't... this nigga can. Like he's refrained from talking for the last three weeks, and any time that he's been in the social eye, he's talked. So I'm really shocked that he didn't have like a a precursor when he was coming out there, like a little mini rant. Donda, I've been waiting to do this my whole life. None of that. None of that. Jesus, just straight into the music. He went straight to the music. And uh, but I'll say this though, if if it wasn't weird, it wouldn't be right though. Like if he would have been on time <laughs> and, right. and been cordial and played the sound album straight through, and then 25 minutes later it'd have been it. I, I'd have been disappointed. I'm like, nigga, what is that? I ain't pay for this. Nigga, where's the all red leather outfit? Nigga, where's the ridiculous boots? Nigga, where's the fucking uh the ice rink? Didn't he record on the like the skating ice rink? Uh, it looked not, it looked like the um, I don't know what that was. I mean, that's the football field or whatever, but I don't know what it was covered over. Uh, it looked it did like an ice rink though. Yeah. Um, but if you're not listen, I need you to be Kanye. I'm not coming here in person for you to be this new reformed apologetic like, no, nigga. Yeah, you don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see Kanye you fan late. though. So you you signed up for I want to see the Kanye Cooking West. I want I want to see the spectacle. But and that's why I'm surprised there wasn't it's usually a speech or a rant. Like, that's what's surprising mm-hmm. me about this whole Donda album promo. Yep. Like, there's usually he can't refrain from saying something. That's a fact. Like, it's usually something that he has to say about somebody that he's not feeling. This one, he just ain't saying nothing. He's just letting it speak, which is why I'm excited for it. And this one of them things, though, and I, I usually hate when people say this, because, uh, but it's one of them things you probably had to be there for it to really hit. Cause I'm picturing me watching this on Apple music or whatever it was. Yeah. Apple music, what it was streaming on. And I don't think it would have hit the same. I, it, it, it's something about it being loud, slightly distorted people in the crowd, like staring at the nigga, like with their mouths open, like people getting hype, hearing the songs for the first time. They hear the Travis Scott joint with the 808s and the 2021 flow, and people hype. They turned up. It's 20,000 people in there lit to music they've never heard. Watching a dude stand in the middle of a football field and not say a word with a pantyhose on his face. Like it just, it like, it was something, it was just a cool vibe. I know that sounds lame as hell, but that's the best way I can describe it. It was, it was a cool atmosphere. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, then this is coming from a serious introvert. Like, there is something to going to a sports function, like, and and the the crowd is into it. Game seven, big touchdown, big score. There's something to going to a movie, experiencing a movie with 80 other people, and like something big happens in the whole thing. Like, there's just something to that. So, I totally get what you're saying, especially with the spectacle and the road show that Kanye West is. Like, there has to be something to, which is why I thought this was a brilliant idea. There's something to 
I haven't had an album in so long. You've been waiting on this album. I'm the number one pop star. I'm going to play this shit at Mercedes Stadium. There's going to be 60,000 people here. You've never heard this shit before. And I'm just going to do it like this. Like, there is something to that. Like you said, that, yeah. the, the, hearing a whole verse when you're not expecting it. Like, the album is going to sound better to those 50,000 people that were there because they have that experience. I, I, I definitely uh, am a believer of that. I will say the album, I know the, 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 the sound wasn't the best quality. It probably wasn't mixed all the way. But the, the album, I think, will this one will be more better received than the Jesus is King, though. It's more traditional, right? Slick. It's, it's a mix. If, if a matter of fact, my homeboy hit me up and said, man, what it sound like? I'm, it's a mix. Of, it's a little bit of 808s in there. It's a splash of Jesus, not much. It's a little bit of Jesus is King with the subject matter, but but there was some other. The features were cussing too. I don't know if anybody could hear that, but the features were definitely cussing. So there's more adult theme shit in there. You know what I'm saying? But there's also and there's also the traditional um, Pablo. You know what I'm saying in there a little bit too. So it's a good mix of atmospheric, moody type shit. But then also you got the 808s and the bounce and shit that's in there too. It was, it was a good it was a good mix. I, I thought that shit was fire. I could I I was hoping so bad that it was gonna drop that night, even though I knew that it wasn't, because I really wanted to hear that what I just heard in some good ass headphones. I was good, ready some, to do that. With a good mix and shit on there. With the with the right mix and shit. But I, I knew it wasn't coming out though. That's why that's really why I wanted to go. And that gets us to the pushbacks and, yeah. and our topic for this evening. But before we go there, kind of circling back on the A-list rappers, is this is this Kanye's last run, nah. is this it? This Don, this Don the album ain't this ain't it. No nah, hell no. Nah. This isn't as big as he's gonna be. You think Kanye West is going to be bigger? How long has he been on? How, I think he can maintain this. Yeah, I think I think he plateaued at um no. Uh, what was the one that you just named? Pablo. I think that was as high as Kanye West is ever going to be. I think that oh, now man. he's, and I'm not saying that to say now he's falling off a cliff. I just don't think that he's as high as he was then. And I don't think that he's getting back there. And I wonder, is this, I want to do Donda and in, in, in Mercedes Benz. I want to make sure, I wonder if he knows that at 44 years old, musically, I'm not talking about the fashion. I'm not talking about the culture impact, but musically, like we just said with Rick Ross and 2 Chainz, there's a window. And do you think that he's coming close to that window? And I understand that he's a beast and Kanye, not like everybody else, but there's still a window. Is this the end? Yeah, Father Time is undefeated. But however, Jay has Jay has changed that just a little bit. The rules yeah. of that. And the yeah. way those people do listen, the way the people were in there, <laughs> how focused, how attentive, how they hung on to every sound that was being played bro like it, man, it was crazy to me and including my damn self like i'm 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 all the way in and me and my guy we all the way locked in listening like like it, first of all i'm surprised more artists don't do this number one now and i'm not to say i'm not to say everybody can't book a stadium but still a listening party for an album i think that's a it can get you some quick bread and it's a dope experience nobody's that crazy and that's the advantage that kanye west has that's why niggas like Drake and people that are at the top of the game, regardless of how old he is or how crazy, excuse me, regardless of how old he is or the antics that he's had, he's crazy enough to do shit like this. That's a fact. And like you said, when he does crazy shit like this, people are so attentive because it's like a car wreck. 
They yeah. want to know, like, people like you, you're a fan, they're cheering it on, like, yes, yes, what are you going to do next? Other people are like, I know he's going to fuck up. I know the album ain't going to come out, so they're watching. Yep. He's the only person that has that. Drake may be the hottest rapper in the game, but that, that it thing, that it's thing polarizing. you have to watch. Like, you yeah. have to know, because he's crazy what's going on. Like, Kanye West is the only person that has that. Uh, what, what are you going to do next? Yeah, like what's next? Like, what yeah. you now you got me in this fucking stadium? Is he gonna some say something else crazy yep. about Jay Z? Like, what's next as far as how this is gonna go? And that, that's his advantage. And I think I I'm super pleased to see that he still plays into that. Yeah, you got you got lean into that. Fuck yeah, it, man, I couldn't that, believe man. that Jay. That's what on. keep him up at the top. I could I couldn't believe the Jay verse when I heard that. I was like, I was like, wait, niggas that. Niggas looking around, like, wait, hold on. Like, <laughs> nigga, I was like, yo, is that Jay? Because you couldn't really, t- you could tell, but you couldn't, you know what I'm saying? You didn't like, believe it. Yeah, it, it, it depends on how, it depends on how much you listen to the shit. But I, but it was a, real quick before we move on, it was a guy next to me. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know, I don't know how I get like all like the drunk people that be one. I, I must look like I really like to talk to people and I really don't. Like when I'm out, I really don't like talking to motherfuckers. I'm gonna keep it a stack. Like I, I like to keep to myself. If it's organic and there's something happens and cool, but like, man, like really, I, I, I keep to myself. This gal next to me had on a Jersey dress, number mm. one. She had the North Carolina, like Maya joint back in the day. Who was and on she the was jersey? Like, Who was on the jersey? I think it was Jordan. Okay. And, I, and she was like, yo, isn't this so fucking awesome? Oh my God, was that JC? Like, fuck, yo, what the fuck? I, I, I was like, yo. I'm like, ma'am, please keep it moving, dude. Like she's talking my fucking head off, dude. I hate like, that. Yo, I hate how does this always happen, hint. dude? I hate people that don't get the hint when they be talking to me in public. Like yo. the worst are Uber drivers. The oh, Uber drivers God. that overtalk the headphones and everything. Like, bro, you just seen me put the pods in, dude. You just seen me. There's no way you think I want to talk to you, dude. I hate when people do that. No, nah, but that shit was dope, though. Real quick, it broke the streaming record on Apple Music. 3.3 million people tuned in. What's he going to do next? It almost doubled the previous streaming record, which was Jeezy and Gucci versus. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's crazy. You got to check for that. Um, it is set to drop on August 6th, allegedly. Another pushback. This is a topic of discussion. Perfect. Originally... Not not even just this past week when it was supposed to come out on the 23rd. It was supposed to come out July of 2020 is when this Donda was supposed to come out. July 24th, actually. So almost a year to the day. We didn't get it then. We didn't get it now. Who knows if we're going to get it on the 6th. But uh, he's the king of pushing this album back. We hate it or love it. He does this shit all the time. Facts. 100%. Which leads us to our topic. And pushbacks and albums that we have been waiting on that never came out or that took forever to came out. And I think we can start with a unanimous choice. Uh, I'm sure you wrote this one down. I, I wrote it down. This is the legendary When Is It Gonna Come Out album. You want to say it? Go yeah, it's got to be Detox. Absolutely. It's got to be. That's the granddaddy of When Is It that Shit Gonna Come Out. But you know what's funny? I read that that Compton album that came out around the NWA movie was actually basically Detox. He just changed the name. Mm. Because it was so much hype and pressure that he had to live up to for it. Exactly. That makes and plus, sense. if you li- if you go back and listen, we reviewed Chronic uh, not too long ago. You go back and listen to that and what they talking about on there, bro. You can't do no. You can't do a new version of that, bro. So the detox nah. shit that he recorded in maybe 03, 04, 05, Nah, bro. That's not finna fly today. 
No, it's not. It's over for that. It's over for that sound. That's a, I would love to hear a Drake project like brand new, but I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit you've been working on for 20 years. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just, hip hop is a current, like you got to stay with what's going yeah. on. What's, what would you consider to be the second? Where is it? Is there one? Is there one on that level? Is there a big foot on the level of, <laughs> of that goddamn detox? The, the other thing that came to my head doing the Google searches for this after confirming it was a Carter, the Carter five. Yeah, it got pushed back crazy. That it finally came out because yeah. he was going through everything with Birdman. And that when it came out, like Wayne, of course we had the Wayne mixtapes, but the Carter series is something different that you get from Wayne and you look forward to that as a fan. So the Carter five was definitely on the bench for a long time, <laughs> but it lived up to it though. It no, was one of those was nice. Yeah, it was nice. it, I was surprised. It was surprisingly good. It was one of those things where you waited on it for so long, just like we were talking about with Detox. You're thinking, oh, there's no way that this could be good. The music's going to be old. Like, you, you're thinking all of those things, and then you come out, and surprisingly, you got a refreshed Lil Wayne. He about, out of five, he's a 3.5 instead of a two. That's true. Why, yeah. why do you think, like, even back to this Donda, do you think that Kanye already has in his head that this is going to be pushed back? Or do you think he actually is just on some Dr. Dre perfectionist, let me, let me add this, oh, nigga, just, oh, 2 Chainz just pulled up to the stadium, let me get a verse from you real quick. Damn, he didn't finish it in time. Like, he's, do you think he's really trying to put something together? Like, you know, like, like how, does, how do you, as a non-biased fan like myself, because I'm biased. Right. As a non-biased fan, is that, oh, that's cool. He's putting his all into it. Or is it like, nigga, just drop the fucking project, bro. That's a great question. And if I didn't have, you know, I listen to a million podcasts, read a million books. So I have a little bit more knowledge of how the process goes. And what I've come to find out recently is when you get those dates, that comes from the A&R, which is getting pressure from the label. And the label's asking them, hey, when is the artist whose project that you're in control of when is that going to come out? Because we want to promote it. We want to start talking to radio. We want to make sure that we have all our ducks in a row for when this project comes out. Yep. So you get a call as an artist from the A&R, and they're like, hey, I know you're working on the album. You told me it would be there. Everybody. Wrap this up. Six to good day. <laughs> Kanye in the middle of mixing beads, pounding the goddamn MPC three. Yeah, the six is great. Awesome. Then he ain't answering the call for the next week. So I don't really think that it has a lot to do with the artist. I used to. Yeah. I used to, just like you said, think I isn't it gassing it. And the one person that I would fault for that, Rick Ross, has came up a lot in this episode when he, he used to push his shit back a lot. That's true. Uh, it's coming on the 20th and this and that. But now I understand he's just doing that to get the label off his back. Like, That's bro, right. I'm not through with it. I know you need a date. You want a date here, April 20th. No, it's not coming out the 20th. No, I'm not going to be through by then, but you can promo it. And I think that's just a necessary evil of the music business. As you learn more about it, as people listening to this podcast, take our tidbits, or as you read it, you see that it's just like any other business, like you're going into an office, like people are trying to get their job done. The A&R's job is to get a date on the album. And the rapper's job is to record it, not necessarily get it out on that date so yeah, that's a fact um and and there's been several albums that we either are waiting on and probably don't need to hold our breath for um and, and number one that comes to mind well not number one but there's several andre 3000 solo and i don't even know if he's ever actually came out and said that he was trying to do something or if there have been rumblings but it wouldn't we, we can let that go though we, things like that we can let that go 2020 because that could that still be good though hell yeah I think that's the 
the thing that goes out the window, because he's an alien, but everything we've been talking about as far as the window for stardom and having this amount of time, like Andre could drop tomorrow and it will yeah. be the biggest thing in rap. And at least you the give, next him, year. Give, give him Tyler, the creator production. That shit would be stupid. That's that's what makes it so that's what makes it so bad, dog. You have the tools, the game that people's ears have caught up to the love below and that sound right there. More people are able to do that. It's more accepted. He was early on it. I get it. It was ahead of his time. Now it's accepted, dude. You could get with Tyler the Creator producers and man, nigga, hey, craft me something just like that. But it'd be a classic, bro. <laughs> and that's the thing, though. Have you heard him speak about it? Have you heard Andre talk about this? Not he doesn't want recently. to. He don't think. Well, not recently. Yeah. No. But he's been on record as saying is that he doesn't think that it'll be good enough. That's which is nuts. I always have a problem with creatives or or people that are really good at stuff that try to hold it because they want it to be perfect. Like nigga, drop that album, bro. Like, like I, if it ain't you, great, okay, well, you still got a catalog of outcast music. People know how good you are. Like no, if you I make that though. I, I, People that are scared to fuck up and, and don't want any blemishes on their record really irritate me. Because, I mean, like, it happens, bro. Get your ass up and do it again. It's it's annoying, but it would take away the mystique and the allure of Andre 3000 if he dropped the album and it was mid. It but that's would. the crazy thing, though. He's not supposed to be here for that. He ain't here for the, I'm the best rapper alive and I got bars. He's supposed to be here just for the art. So, I, like you said, the irritating thing about it is, like, my nigga, put out something that you like. Play yep. the flute, my nigga. Let's just let us hear a solo album of what you would do as fans. If we don't like it, so what? You put out something that you liked and you fucking killed it. I mean, the but king, everybody don't think that way. The, the, the king, when is this album going to come out, though? Is, is this going to go over some 90s babies' heads? I already know what you're about to say. Well, we got to go to No Limit. I knew you was about to say. Listen, at Down South Hustlers. At Down South Hustlers 2. Listen, we have been waiting on that hey. for stupid long. Let me tell you what. If I'm a young MC trying to make a name for myself, I'm doing that. Mm. I'm trying to get all like that. If I'm a nigga like EST, well, ESTG got a name. He's been popping over the weekend. But if I'm one of these young Florida rappers, I'm one of these young Georgia niggas, I'm putting together a down South Hustlers, trying to get as many people from the South as I can on that. Maybe even a P cosign. Got to. And still, like that'll register with people like us today. Absolutely. New kids may not know what they're talking about, you right? No, nah, but that's cool. I mean, 21 Savage and Metro did it when they went to the, um, they did the cover, the pen and pixel cover. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you can you can still do some throwback type shit That'd and it fire. still resonate and, and put some young cats onto that shit too. But yeah, that Down South Hustlers too. It was between that and that Mercedes because that Mercedes was coming soon for a long time too. You had to throw that album cover out there though. If you pee, you gotta. You got, she, she might not have a song recorded. You gotta throw that album cover out as soon as it's just, off the press. Yeah, just, just so you won't look like no perv too. Like who that took too. that? Like nigga took that picture. <laughs> you can't. You can't be like, man, this album ain't never coming out. You got this bitch bent over in front of a car with a bikini on. Nigga, you better drop that album, bro. <laughs> That's me too that all day. <laughs> hey boy. Um, another one too. The Lauren Hill second album. Mm. Uh, that's I don't think we ever gonna get that either. Um, for whoever's checking for that. Same thing for Watch the Throne two. Even though we may. J-verse gas, y'all. Nigga, ain't, he is definitely not doing a whole album with Kanye. He paid that. for that, dude. He, he paid for that. that. What were some albums that came out that took forever when they came out? You were finally like, damn, I got it. For me, 
Mm-hmm. I know uh, we always talk about how much of a T.I. fan I am. After that, I'm Serious came out, he went through that limbo through his label and all of that. You know, it took like two and a half years for that trap music to come out. And I was super surprised and very excited because I never thought, I thought that I wasn't going to never see T.I. again. Yeah. After that, I'm serious. I'm just due to the label troubles. So that was one for me. And um, I don't really have another one, but another one that I was looking forward to that we need that gassing is that, that King push. Ooh. Like, I don't know. And I, we talked about this last week, I believe. I don't know what Pusha T is doing, my nigga. Yeah. That's, need that's to drop been that album yesterday, bro. That's true. That's been coming soon. I'm going to tell you one that, that's another one real quick before I answer that question. That Kendrick and and that well that Kendrick number one uh, obviously facts but that Kendrick at Black Jay Hippies Cole. number two oh. <laughs> I just thought about that <laughs> and that Kendrick and J Cole which I, and album. we're not gonna get, I don't think we're gonna get any of those by that the way that double album is never coming out we, yeah. we may not ever get another Kendrick album either. I said that I think he retired bro <laughs> <laughs> he may be dude fuck it like, niggas inactive for this long you gotta start asking questions and they don't even like. Punch is very active on social media. And they don't even mention Kendrick Lamar. Man. We had, we called it here first, the Kendrick Lamar retirement, folks. I, I think um one person I was waiting on, I was like, finally that shit came out, and I was a little let down, little let down was Childish Gambino, though. Mm. Because I, I because I remember they were talking about like this is gonna be his last album and da-da-da-da. And he put out something, and it was cool. I'm mean, I'm a big fan of his. I think he makes dope ass music. Um, he's like a Walmart Drake, you know what I'm saying? So like, you got the singing and the rapping, but I think he's super talented. But he dropped his last project, and it was about four years in the making. And I was like, man, and it was cool. It wasn't what I want. He, he didn't. He wasn't rapping like I wanted. He was kind of doing that, whatever the fuck sings. I don't even know what that shit is. But he wasn't doing what I what I needed in my life. It's like alternative R&B slash hip hop, emo man. music, moody. Jayden, shit. It's like some Jaden Smith type shit. Man, I don't, it ain't even that. It's like some right. experimental. Man, bro, I don't fucking have you know ever it. seen Donald Glover stand up? I haven't seen this. I thought you were gonna say how I seen him in person. I have seen him in person, but yeah, I haven't we went seen to the uh, we went to the uh, release, the Atlanta premiere. We did mm-hmm. go to that. I, I, I seen him in a concert though. Oh, really? It was a, yeah. He was shaking it too. I don't believe that. Yeah, he was. He called. I don't, believe, he had to, I don't believe that he has songs that shake it. Absolutely. What? I love him as an artist and a person though. The fuck? Love him. He was Love him as an artist, as a person. Look, if we had to look. rank, last to me would be his musical career. Nah, Second man. would be his stand-up career. And first would be him in Hollywood. Ain't that some shit? He got one goddamn stand-up. No, he got more than one stand-up. He oh, a comedian. He like, he, he's done comedy shots like in different shows and shit. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, he, him, man. yeah he a comedian. Um, but yeah, I, I want people to let us know what album are they waiting on? What album got pushed back that they couldn't wait to drop and they finally got in with like, man, about goddamn time. Uh, I know Kanye has a few because that Yandi was supposed to come out too. Good ass job. Still Good waiting on that. job. We didn't get any of that shit, dude. Still waiting on that. Um, so y'all let us know, man. Go to Facebook in the rap chat. Let us know on Instagram at on deck TV show on Instagram. Shout out Absolutely. to that. Um, before we get out of here, though, we got some wins and some losses. Oh, you know, you have a very good question written on here. Will Drake and Kanye drop on the same day? Because we know Drake is around the corner. My guess was Drake was going to drop on August 13th. I don't know if that's going to happen. Now. I think he might be waiting to see what Kanye does. Did you see Consequence? What he said? What did he say? He said uh, they waiting on the Drake date. 
because they were smoking on their Drake pack when it come out. Hey, listen, consequences. That's what we're not going to do. That's what we're not going to do. We Man, a nigga saying he's smoking on that Drake pack is nuts. That's bananas. Well, you got to have some fucking heat in the chamber. A nigga come out and say he's smoking on that Drake pack. That's... He trying to get his name in a song, man. But this is similar to... That's all that is. This is similar to that 50 Cent Kanye thing, you think? You think they'll do a... You think that they could pull a versus thing off like that? Are you talking about when Curtis and Graduation came out on the same day? Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't think that'll work for them? I, that'll be the... That'll break the internet. I'd rather just... I'd rather just the Calabasas album that they had together come out, man. Just give me that. Just you never getting that. You never... But if, if Drake and Kanye came out on the same day, that's breaking the internet. Which one would you listen to first? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I probably... You don't even want to answer that. Time, nigga. I can't choose that. I'm choosing. I'm listening. <laughs> I can't pick that. You'll go shit. one song, then the other song Tough. from the next. One. That's it. I'm, I'm alternating back and forth. Fuck, that's, that's how I'm doing it. Y'all let us know, man. If Drake and Kanye drop on the same day, which one are you listening to first? That's a good ass question. It is. Um, is a great question. Wins and losses, man. Before we get out of here, we've got an L handed out to your girl, DeBrat. She turned down a huge bag. To verses, I mean, to be in verses against Trina, uh, she turned down one hundred and fifty thousand for the bag. Uh, that's an L. That's one hundred and fifty L's. Not usual that someone gets an L for turning down one fifty because it means they're in a better position. But man, the brat, that's easy money. Easy. Did Trina end up going against Eve. They, they thought been. Eve Eve wasn't feeling well, and they didn't know if she was gonna be if she was gonna be fine by the time by showtime. Oh, okay. And so uh, the brat was a replacement. So they probably gave Eve two fifty for it, bro. Who knew they were giving out bags like that though? The rumor was that uh, Gucci man and I didn't tell you this beforehand. I want to see your reaction. The rumor was that Gucci and Jeezy got a meal ticket. Get the fuck out of here. That was a rumor. I read that in two places that they got a million dollars for that. Because you, you remember your boy Larry Jackson, yeah. You remember no. your boy Larry Jackson was there? They said he was passing out the big boy bags from Apple to get that That's shit true. cracking. Because that was the first one that was streaming on Apple. Mmm. And like you said, it broke the records and shit. That's a, I, I ain't gonna lie to Brett, who doesn't even have 20, with all due respect. Nah, the Brett ain't got 20. She don't have 20. She had a strong 12, if we count remixes. And I, I fuck with the Brett. 20. I think she dope. But for to get 150, bro, but she did say, well, she, the reason she turned it down, though, is because she if she was gonna do one, she wanted to have the full rollout and not be a late edition and just being thrown out there. She wanted to be promoted correctly with the videos and the whole, and you know how they do. And she didn't want to just be like, oh, shit, let me jump oh, out I'm, here at the I'm last I'm the backup. Yeah, like, that's kind of like, eh, I wanted to be done from the rooter to the tutor like everybody else shit is. It makes sense. If you offer me 150, you ought to be able to do that. Yeah, that's still took it 150, though. Fuck that. Um, we have a W for the whole culture. Uh-oh. Um, an unreleased Nas record was released when in which he was dissing the late great Tupac, we finally got to hear it. Did you listen to it? I did not. Not hear for any old Nas joints. It was cool. Um, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Was he going in on it? Not, not like that. They wasn't not hit him up or nothing like that. He just threw okay. a couple. It was some nineties this shit. Exactly. Nas this shit. Nah, it was Nas shit. It, it wasn't was a song called "Real Niggas." It's on YouTube if you want to find it. I'm gonna check that out. But I mean, I mean, this is cool though. That I, I, I seen this thread on Twitter the other day talking about how Pac was a terrible rapper. And was, That's the dumbest it, thread I've ever heard. It's nuts, but I think it's really dope how he still impacts the culture and, and things of that 
genre, like you're talking about Nas doing a diss record about Pac 20 years ago and people still getting excited about that. I think that's a, a, a standing statement for Nas and the impact that Pac had. I mean, people, people out there that think that Pac is whack, is, that, that's fucking yeah. crazy to me. I know people that don't listen to Pac, which I that's which fine. fine, but they would never say he was trash. Yeah, that's fine. You cannot listen to him. Yeah. But to his place in the game is like undisputed. Agreed. Um, we do have one more W going out to Houston, man. Trade the truth. He opened up an ice cream shop that employs nothing but adults with special needs. That's cool, man. Trade the truth. What's the name of it? Howdy. In Houston? Yeah. Trey does big things for the community. Um, he's one of those guys where if you never even listen to his rap, you still respect what he got going on. Like he's had to, if you're paying any attention to the culture, he's crossed your desk. As far as what he does for Houston, I know when the tragedy came down there with the hurricane, he was like ground on the ground, boots on the ground, saving people out of their house and shit. So much respect to Trey the Truth, man. That man loves his community, and I think that's dope to see a black man doing that. Yeah, now he hands on with the H-Town for sure, man. Big Facts. respect to Trey the Truth. Um, on Decker of the Week, we have a few, man. We, we ask people mm -hmm. to leave comments, and hey, listen, they follow suit. We appreciate it. So listen, let's go to iTunes real quick. We have number one hip hop podcast gave us five stars. That's it's a, a great hip hop conversation. Shout out to Castro nine four one. We appreciate that. Spin facts, Castro. We see you. Absolutely. Go to YouTube. Shout out to D Dub. He left a comment on the last episode about perfect albums. He said another great episode. My perfect albums are Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, Lupe the Cool, Eighty Eight Keys, The Death of Adam. Who's 88 Keys? I thought he was a producer. I could be mm -hmm. wrong, though. Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise, and J. Cole 2014. I agree with several others mentioned on the show, but just wanted to give some that weren't mentioned. Side note, have you, I don't know if y'all have done it. I think an episode on the worst classic albums would be dope. Hmm. That's interesting, because there are all some classic albums that people like, eh, that shit really trash. To Pimp a Butterfly, for example, that's actually trash. Yeah, you're like the, you're the only person that thinks that. You're no. the only person on the planet that thinks it's trash. Not at all. And one more comment. This is on Patreon. Shout out to uh, my guy, Big Jeff. We recorded a Patreon episode and dropped it. We did Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare, which came out mm. 22 years ago today, I think. That's my shit, too. It's one of my favorite albums. Um, Guerrilla Warfare. Shout out to AJ. He commented, I know I'm the only one who feels this way, but this is the best Hot Boys album, in my opinion. AJ, Tuesday right. and Thursday is the best song the Hot Boys ever did, and that's what puts it over the top for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're thinking to get it how you live. Yeah, I'm thinking of the other one. The debut yeah. one. Yeah, this is yeah, the second one. Guerrilla Warfare crazy. was banging, too. Don't get it twisted, though. What was banging? Guerrilla Warfare. That album banging, though. It was good. It wasn't better than Get It How You Live, though. I mean, listen, apparently, according to AJ, goddammit, Tuesdays You're wrong, AJ. Over the top. You're wrong, buddy. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays is not great either. That's why what? I'm, I'm skipping that Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, you got to watch for the sweep. Banging. That's legendary. It's legendary saying, though. That's true. They made that famous in it the stuck. hood. Nigga. It stuck. Man, they made that fame. Niggas, <laughs> niggas with for real deal park on Tuesdays and Thursdays, man. It's Tuesdays. It's hot outside, man. Niggas used to real deal say that, dude. Tuesdays and Thursdays, man, you gotta stay in the house. That's funny as shit, man. It was uh, a fucking lie. <laughs> first of all, and also, too, the first Hot Boys Get It How You Live came out in October. So y'all let us know if we need to do that 
on uh, Patreon if we need to review that album as well. Definitely. That might be fun. I get in for that one. That might be fun right there. Um, give me a put on, man. What you got? Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. Again, I want you to clip all of the. Well, no, I ain't gonna do that this week. Podcast, Drink Champs, my guy Vince Staples. If you listen to this, you know how much I like that, man. Uh, the new album is Bank Pause. The new album is banging, uh, but he sit down with Nori, man. I, I always love, and another reason why I like the Glasses Malone podcast, three weeks in a row, got to shout that out. They get to go into the L.A. gang culture, man, and they don't do it, like, from a braggadocious standpoint, like, always oh, shooting and killing niggas. They I give you history on, like, where the gang banging started in the different streets, and this shit's fascinating to me. Uh, so check out Vince Staples on Drink Champs, man. That shit was fucking good. And as far as TV shows, um, Mystic quest on apple tv it's similar to startup uh well, excuse me not startup it's similar to um silicon valley mm. it's funny as shit man it's about a video game creation company really good you'll um, fuck with that it's definitely a right up your alley Mystic it has that veep type of veep type of comedy style oh i'm here for that dude yeah, it's funny yeah, i'm here for that um i have two put-ons well actually i have a put-on and a put-off Put off. I went to the movies. I got my boy M. Night Shyamalan got to hang it up. Uh, his new movie, Old, it's not the move. He had a spark when he started. Now he's just garbage. Like he is putting out some bullshit. And that was my guy. Six he's only Sense. had two good movies. That's not true. There is. Signs and Six Sense. Unbreakable was good. What? You, what? Nah, that was, was good, bro. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Split, he do, wait, did he do the too. movie? Uh, off of Unbreakable, yeah. He did, did he split, do that? Split and Glass are in the same Unbreakable universe. Well, they were in the a same, yeah, uh, insane. He did that, yeah. Okay, well, that was good. That was all okay. three of them. All three of them was that like the eight dude was in there. That was, yeah, good. okay. That yeah. was good. I know, it's M. Night, God but that's only three on movies. Name. Only three movies are good. <laughs> He, he dropped the ball in his old, though. Y'all can skip that red box that if people steal red box. The fact the red box still exists is crazy. <laughs> Nigga almost knocked me over walking to the red box in fucking Publix. Like, bro, what are you doing? You got no phone? My nigga stream this shit. Bum ass Um, And then one more put on. It's a podcast. It's a Spotify complex um, original. It's called Pop Smoke. Uh, it, it's it's about it's a six part series. It's a kind of about his origin story and obviously his untimely death. So if you've ever seen or heard me talk about Pop Smoke or other people talking about me, like why is he hot? But like, I don't get, I don't get it. This explains where he came from and why he was held in the regard that he was held in. So it's really dope. Um, so man, y'all y'all check that out. It's really well done. Episodes like twenty five minutes a piece. So it's a it's an easy listen. You should be able to binge that pretty quickly, man. So. Uh, well done podcast on Pop Smoke, man. So check that out on Spotify. Just search Pop Smoke. I can't remember the name of this shit. It's uh, Welcome to Complex Subject, Pop Smoke. Yeah. There I you like go. that. I'm it's definitely good. checking that out. Um, uh, anything else before we get ghost? That's it, man. We appreciate everybody tuning into the big show. We got some new merch for you guys coming very, very, very soon. So you guys check out, click those links, buy that stuff. Absolutely, man. Patreon.com slash Realville. Shout out to my guy, Big Jeff. We reviewed not only the Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare, but also Pharrell in my mind. So y'all make sure to check that out, man. Uh, new joints coming next month as well. You know how we get down. Until the next time, peace out. Cheers.